Yo, let's get it. Let's get it. What is good, everyone? My name is Shantae. Welcome back to episode three of My Charlotte Scent. Y'all, I'm not even going to lie. I am so pressed about this podcast. Honestly, why am I so pressed about this damn podcast? Is because I feel like I... I have people listening because <laughs> at first I didn't think people were going to actually listen. Like I legit thought people were not going to listen. Um, I thought once I posted my first, my first episode, I was going to have maybe one or two viewers, but I nigga didn't I actually had more than that. I actually had more. So I want to just say thank you for those who are listening to me talk about real life shit on this motherfucking podcast like stuff that we go through every day what we deal with how to overcome certain issues in our lives how can we be our best self I recently just posted something about episode two and how I initially started my Charlotte since this podcast was initially to start about well I was supposed to talk about Charlotte just Charlotte period but the more I talk about it the more I started to realize that it's not just about Charlotte. It's not just about what's going on in Charlotte. We're people. We deal with shit every, every, every day, okay? We talk about stuff. We deal with stuff every day. We have real-life shit that's going on, and I decided that my Charlotte sense is going to be talking about Charlotte. Don't get me wrong, because that's why I am here, but I'm, I'm a good, like a good chunk of that is also going to talk about what you need to know Things you could you should consider in order to be your best self. Period. How can you be your best self? Episode one talked about networking in Charlotte. That's important. You want to get your ass. You want to get your ass known in this area. That's important. You need to you need to build that foundation here. And I thought that was really important. The second episode was basically talking about goals. New year, new goals. Everyone talks about how. The new year comes around and they have all these ambitions. But I ain't going to lie, y'all. I was one of those people when the new year came around, my ass was still sitting on that damn couch, even though I needed to get my ass up and actually do some work. My ass was still sitting on that couch with a whole <laughs> a whole bowl of popcorn on my stomach. Like, we was legit chilling, okay, for New Year's. But the reason why I decided to come up with this podcast was to give the information that I I learned or I've I've known, and I want to give that information to you all. And if it helps one person, great. If it helps no one, I don't care. I'm putting this content out because it was a goal of mine. I'm putting this content out because I know it's going to help somebody. I'm putting this content out because, honestly, I love educating. And the more I keep on doing it, the more I get excited, and the more I'm like, yo, I got to keep on doing it. Honestly, I typically record on Sunday nights. So it's 10.32 on a Sunday night. I typically post on Mondays. So um, I decided to post, but I decided to post tonight because I was just so excited. And typically leading up to the podcast, I get really nervous. And I don't know why I get really, really nervous, but a part of me is just like, damn, bitch, you got to record another podcast. It's like an obligation. It feels like a job. But as soon as I do it, something takes over me. It's just like, oh, this is the information I want to give to somebody. And I feel like this information is going to really help somebody. So I say all that to say, 
thank you for listening in to the third mother effing week of my charlotte sense shout out to my people who are listening shout out to y'all i really appreciate y'all i really appreciate the support that i'm receiving online i really appreciate the people that's been reaching out to me and let's get it let's get on to it so today's podcast we'll be talking about bowling bowling on a budget and methods to getting out of debt um if you're like me you went to a four-year college you decided to continue your education and get your master's and you have a shitload of student debt, right? You have a shitload of student debt. You are probably living not at your mama's house. You probably have an apartment. You probably have a house. You got to pay rent. You got to pay mortgage. And then on top of that, you got to you gotta go to and from work. So you have a car. You may have a car note, right? And going down the line, you have debt after debt after debt after mother effing debt. The shit is getting tiring. You're getting tired of it. Hold on. What? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Y'all, can you not tell that your girl's excited today? Like, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back, 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 back that ass up. Hey, back that ass up. Okay, let me back up. So, let me stick to my structure. For my Charlotte sense, I typically will do an introduction. That introduction will talk about my week. From there, I will talk about maybe a tip of the week, a takeaway that you should learn or you should do or you should consider, right? And then from there will be the My Charlotte Sense segment. That's where I give my opinion. So you see I jumped real. Look, I was real I was real excited today, y'all. Like today's podcast hits home for me. Like it hits home, and I'm sure it's going to hit home for a lot of y'all because this shit is real. This debt is real. And we talk about investing. We talk about building generational wealth. And we deal with debt. We deal with debt because we have to further our future. We have to learn about shit. We have to continue our, edu- our education just to have a degree to say we know something. So as you can tell, your girl was excited. But I'm going to calm the fuck down. Okay? I'm going to calm the fuck down. Okay, so. Let me tell you about. Let me all tell you. Let me tell you all about what happened last week. Um, I started a new job. It's a part-time job to get me some money with real estate. Um, as you all know, I mentioned this before. Real estate is a mother effing hustle. Okay, I cannot stress that enough. Real estate is a hustle. Okay, let me br- let me breathe into the mic one more time. Real estate is a hustle. Okay, um, it's real. With real estate, I know it, it seems like glitz and glamour. You're selling these homes. You're showing these homes. It's all. It's really cool. It seems nice, right? But the downside of real estate, and I don't want to even say it's a downside, but it's an obligation. With real estate, you have to be affiliated with the firm, right? That's a payment each month. On top of that payment, I have to be associated with the realtor organization. That's another payment. I have to be associated with the uh, the current, um, the, well, the local multiple listing service so I can show homes in the area, like little things, or show homes or, yeah, show homes in the area. And this can become costly. Continuing my education in real estate becomes costly. Just being affiliated and having my license is a commitment, each a yearly commitment that I have to pay, right? And so, as you all know, I'm in grad school and I decided to pick up a part-time job to help me with these bills because 
it, it's it's becoming real and I'm not gonna I'm not going to lie I'm not gonna front with you all it is becoming real and I have to figure out a plan so I think I'm in my second week I think second week with working um uh this job uh in de- uptown well not excuse me not uptown but south in Charlotte I'm actually a tax administrative assistant currently and it's a, it's just a great opportunity for me to just earn some money on the side part time while I'm in grad school up until my uh, up until I graduate. I say that to say the the hustle of being in a cubicle let alone a 9 to 5. I haven't been in this setting in honestly years. So to get back into the setting of working in a 9 to 5 com- a 9 to 5 commitment and honestly just sticking it out and like fall, damn near falling asleep or becoming tired at work it's real but I, I say all that to say I started a new job I started a new job and I started noticing I wake up in the mornings typically around six thirty in the morning I get ready go to work I have to be there by nine o'clock I get there I'm at work I do what I gotta do and then I go ahead and leave I leave around five takes me damn near an hour to get home because of traffic from uh, South Charlotte to a university area. It takes me about an hour. On a good day, it's about 44 minutes. But long story short, it's commute. So I get home around maybe 5.45 on a good day, 6 o'clock on one of those busy days. And I come home and I'm tired. And I'm not like exhausted, but I'm like, damn, I've been looking at a computer all day. I can I was barely able to respond to emails or respond to text messages at work because I just started my job so I didn't really put much time into like looking away from my work and I started noticing that I come home and what what what's the first thing I want to do I want to sit my ass down I want to eat some food and I want to watch some reality TV or some type of TV show on TV and anything that I had planned for that day, such as maybe social media planning or marketing or contacting clients, that goes out the window because I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't want to I don't want to do anything. And as the week progressed, Monday, I sat on the couch. Tuesday, I sat on the couch. Maybe I may have sat on the couch or laid on the couch and probably did some work. But to say the least, I sat on the couch. Right. I sat on the couch and I watched TV. I sat on this couch, watched TV, and I just wasn't really happy that I did that. Yeah, I kept on saying in my, like, something kept on telling me, Shantae, you got this to do. You got real estate training you need to complete. You have to plan your post out for social media. You have to vlog about this. You have to create this stuff for your podcast. You have to do all this stuff, but I'm so tired that I decided not to do that. And I get caught up in the day-to-day where I forgot about my business. Like, for a split second, I forgot about my business. And I said, oh, no, we can't do that. We got to figure out 2019 was our year. We said that last podcast. We said 2019 was our year. And it's not about saying it. We got to be about that shit. We got to be about that. And I got caught up in what I was doing at work to make me money. Because when you're at work, you're 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 trading time for money but I got caught up in my nine to five and what was going on that I forgot about my business and I say all that to say have effective time management I cannot stress that enough 
for my people who are working, but you don't want it. You don't want to stay in this corporate environment. You want to become an entrepreneur and you want to really hustle and do what you need to do to get where you need to be. It is about time management. I cannot stress that enough. And it's easier said than done. But to keep it short, because I'm already 12 minutes in, to keep it short with this time management, plan out your week. I am devoting my Sundays to getting back into the swing of my my business, getting back into the swing of things, doing worse, do, doing research, doing things that I need to do. But finding time to plan out, plan out my weeks is typically going to be on Sundays. Finding time to plan out my weeks, and I cannot stress that enough, y'all. If you, if it's Sunday night and you say Monday. I'm going to plan out all of my posts on Instagram or Monday, I'm going to go to a networking event. You do that. Okay. You do that. No matter how tired you are, you better drink some coffee. You better stick to that plan. I am telling you, I I cannot stress the importance of putting effort in, putting effort behind the things you need to get done each day. Don't, don't say I'm tired. Don't say I'm tired because when you stop doing it, Somebody, someone else will begin to start doing that, okay? And then you're going to be a few steps behind because that one person who kept on hustling did not give up even though they were tired. So plan out your weeks on Sundays. What time are you going to go to bed? What time are you going to wake up in the morning? What are your obligations throughout that day? But what time are you going to put into your business, period? Okay, I'm going to stop because... I'm already going too deep. I'm already going too deep, but you know what? It's okay because I'm excited. We on episode number three. Three is my life path number. If you all don't know about life path number, we're going to talk about that another day. But three is my life path number, so I'm excited today. I'm excited. So moving on to my Charlotte Sense segment. I need to get, I need to get like a transitioner, like a dun-dun-dun transition to my charlotte sips i gotta do some i don't know what i need to do but i need to do a transition so you all know when i am going from one part to the next part so the next like i said the next segment is going to be my charlotte sense and this is going to be balling on a budget and getting out of debt with so let's get back into it with if you're my age, I am I'll be 26 in 2019 and if you're like me, you're in debt because of student loans, car debt, right? Or car loans, credit card debt, whatever have you. You had some type of obligation or you wanted something or you needed to get somewhere and it required you to pull out a certain amount of money and that money was probably something you couldn't afford at the time and the bank decided you know what we're going to give you this money and this is going to be your principal but since we're giving you this money we're going to offer uh, we're going to get add interest to it so the longer you wait or the longer you don't pay this back the more interest is going to gain on this loan and if you follow me on Shantae Creates on Instagram, I'm typically active on Instagram for the most part, you you would have saw the Insta story where I talked about investing. And I really emphasize how investing is really going to be the next step for us to build passive income and build that generational wealth 
And I, I received a few messages in my DMs, and a lot of people said, well, Shantae, how can I invest if I'm in debt? And I was like, that's some real ish. How can you invest when you're in debt? So today, we're going to attack debt and figure out the best plan of action to get you out of debt. Now, <clears throat> this is my suggestion. Before you decide to invest, make sure you try to get out of as much debt as possible. When I say try to get out as get out of as much debt as possible, I mean those <coughs> the debt that is the debt that's on your credit card or if you got $3,000 left on your car or whatever have you, those low balances, try to knock those low balances out. Now, if you're in student debt and you owe a couple thousand dollars, for me, I owe well over $20,000. If you're like me, <coughs> that may take some time. But what I'm saying is try to get out as much debt as possible before you decide to invest. So this is the segment of walking before you, uh, crawling, excuse me, crawling before you walk. So the crawling aspect is getting out of debt and walking is honestly investing. And then running will be, we don't got no debt. And we're investing most of our income and we are at a point we where we are comfortable, right? And so everyone wants to be at that point in life where you're just running. You're running, you are financially free, and you're living your best life. I mean, honestly, that is that's honestly the goal of mine. I want to be financially free one day. I want to be able to pay off my debt. And then reoccurring bills, pay them off throughout for the year. Like, wake up and say, you know what? It's the 1st of July. I'm going to pay my credit card. Excuse me. I'm going to pay my cell phone bill up until December. I'm going to pay this bill up until December. And I don't have to worry about this throughout the year. Like, that's the goal that I have in mind. And I know I'm going to get there. It's just taking the appropriate uh, steps in order to get there. So let's start off. I wrote a few things down when it comes to um, when it comes to getting out of debt. The first thing is identify all of your debt. Now, when I say identify all of your debt, figure out what you owe, who do you owe it to. That means checking your credit history. What's on your credit? What outstanding balances is um, being stated on your credit history? Look at your uh, all your bills that you're paying each month, see what you're paying. Um, I know typically for me, I know I have a credit card. I know I have student loans. I know I have a car payment, such and so on, so on and so forth, right? You write all of that down. You write down all the outstanding balances. Write down what you owe and put it in the order of the largest amount to the smallest balance. So the largest balance compared to your lowest balance. Put that in order. I will also say if you have debt that is around the same amount, so say you got a few credit cards, I would start to look at them from the aspect of which one has the highest interest. You're going to put that first because that's going to be the most important that you'll try to pay off first versus a credit card that doesn't have as much interest and you can pay that off and you can pay that off and you don't have to stress about the interest. So make a list, put it in order, 
then the next thing would be, all right, if you figured out that some of your some of your debt has a high interest rate, try to figure out what you can do to lower those rates. So I know some people um, look at their car loan and they say, all right, my car loan, the interest rate on my car loan is 17%. Let me see if I can uh, refinance my car loan to, uh, to reduce the interest rate. The next thing you would want to do is contact the the person that pull, will contact the company or the bank that pulled out th- that allowed you to loan or lend from them. Contact them and see if you can uh, request a lower rate. Sometimes they allow it, sometimes they don't, but you won't really know until you do it. It's kind of similar to this. You ever call a credit card company and say, "Hey, I'm making this amount of money. Can I?" increase my balance? Can I increase my uh, line of credit? Just the same way you ask to increase your line of credit, try to do that with lowering your your rates. Hey, I've been paying consistently each month on my credit card. Is it possible you all could lower my APR rate? You won't know. Honestly, you won't know until you try. Another thing that I've heard in regard to student loan debt research uh, in this uh, term called loan consolidation, okay? Loan consolidation, research about that and see what you can do in regard to your student loan debt. And then another one would be, um, of course, adjusting your repayment or your repayment plan based off your income. So uh, income-based repayment plan. I know that's pretty common. Try to see what you can do in regard to that. I know what I did back in the day was um, before I started grad school, I would adjust it based off my income and then double the amount. But let's not try not to go into that aspect um, because I'm going to talk more about that later. All right. So once you have once you have down your your all your bills, what you owe, what debt you're in. You try to see who you could contact in regard to lowering your interest rates. The next thing would be, why are you doing this? Like, why are you writing down your goals? Why are you trying to figure out how to pay down your debt? This is going to be a really important aspect because everything has purpose. When you wake up in the morning, you go to work, you have a purpose to pay your bills or do leisure activities or get paid. At the end of the day, you're doing it to be, get paid. So what is your purpose to paying down your debt? Do you want to buy a house later on? Do you want to buy a new car? Do you want to have more money in your savings account? Like, what are your goals? Why are you trying to pay down your, um, why are you trying to pay down your debt? And then the next thing would be, if this is your goal, what's your deadline in achieving this goal? A lot of us try to say, all right, I'm, I have this goal. I want to get this done. But you typically forget that if you are just mindlessly mindlessly trying to pay down your debt and you don't even realize what you're trying to achieve or what goal you're trying to um, accomplish, you won't get it done as efficiently. So write down your deadline. Um, for me, before I moved to Charlotte, I was living in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I was paying off, uh, I had pulled out, well, I had pulled out a loan in order to pay for my braces, um, my adult braces. And 
I was like, all right, before I move, before I move out of Wilmington and move to Charlotte, I want to pay down this debt. I have six months before I move out. The balance is currently $2,400. What do I need to do to pay down my debt by the time I move out of Charlotte? I'm going to move to Charlotte. That was the biggest thing. That was my deadline. So I came up with a plan in order to pay down $2,400 within those few months to come to Charlotte. Okay. So the next thing would be focus on one debt at a time. Y'all, I understand that we are not ballers, okay? Like I said, we are ballers on a budget, okay? I, especially me. I can't say, I can't say, I'm not, I, y'all, I'm not out here making six figures, okay? So I am balling on a budget. Shoot, I'm not even close to making six figures. So when it comes to focusing on one debt at a time, a lot of us say, well, I have all this debt, so I'm going to just put all my money towards all this debt. And you'll realize in due time that you just can't afford to pay down all of this debt. So my suggestion would, to be, would be to focus on the lowest balance first and then work your way up. Some people also say well, focus on the balance that has the highest interest rate and then work your way up from there. But depending on your situation will determine what you decide to do. My The method that I, that I do is paying down um, the most, I guess, I, honestly, I really focus on credit cards first. Because that's, that, that, is one of the, that is one of my debts that has the lowest balance. And I know I can try to, I know I can pay it off as swiftly as possible versus trying to pay off all my student loan debt like that's just that's a lot of debt like I I can't do that right now so I'm gonna focus on paying the minimum payment for my student loans but focusing on my credit card because I know that I can put maybe a hundred dollars towards it and that will make a huge um, a bigger larger impact versus putting a hundred dollars on maybe a loan that's over twenty thousand dollars do you get what I'm saying like does that make sense I hope it makes sense so focus on one debt at a time. This is typically called target debt or the snowball effect where you focus on one debt at a time. So say, for instance, you decide your minimum payment on your credit card is $100. Before, okay, let's, let's back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. Okay, so you got your goals down. You wrote down your deadline. The next thing I will really do is write down your bills, all the bills that you have to pay, your all of your reoccurring like bills, or I don't want to say debt, but all of your reoccurring bills. So that includes your rent or your mortgage, your um, your groceries, your utility bill, so on and so forth. Something that you need to pay each month, aside from your debt, it's something that you need to pay each month. Write down that total. And say, all right, if I pay not, well, let's say if I pay $1,000 in reoccurring debt or reoccurring in my reoccurring bills, that's the amount of money that I need to, I need to make sure I have set aside each month so my lights don't turn off or I'm not evicted. This is the $1,000 is the amount of money that I need to make sure I have each month aside from paying off my debt. Once you have that written down, then you can consider, all right, what what bills or what debt do I have to pay? So that includes your car payment. That includes 
your credit cards, that includes whatever else, whatever loan you have out, that includes all of that. What you'll do is consider the you'll write down the minimum balance of each of that, each of those debts. Write down the minimum balance, and the first thing you're gonna do is focus on the debt that has the lowest balance. Once you figure out the minimum pay the minimum uh payment for that low balance, the next thing is gonna be, all right, how much can I afford on top of the minimum payment? I'm gonna repeat that one more time. How much can I afford on top of the minimum payment? That's the most important thing. What can you afford on top of the minimum payment? Because this is how you're going to be able to um, pay off your debt more quickly so you can move on to the next one. So for instance, if you, are, if you typically allocate $100 to going out to eat, then maybe that $100, instead of putting that $100 towards going out to eat, won't you stack that on top of your debt? So stack that on top of that minimum payment. So you're putting $200 instead of three, uh, excuse me, instead of $100 on top of, um, with that minimum payment. I hope that makes sense. So the next thing would be, um, when it comes down to writing down your bills and writing down what, you, what, what your reoccurring debt is, be realistic. If you put, if you say, I'm only going to put, I'm only going to eat, my grocery bill is only, only going to be $50 a month, <laughs> I hope you stick to that $50. Like, be realistic with yourself. Honestly, how much money are you putting towards buying groceries? If you need to cut back and you see that you're spending maybe three, $400 each month on groceries and you need to cut back, all right, maybe you should cut back, all right? That's what I mean when I say be real, realistic. Don't say that you're only going to put $25 towards your groceries towards your groceries when you're actually going to put much more to that. So be realistic when you're trying to figure out this budget. The next thing would be live below your mother effing means. Okay? A lot of you all may say, what do you mean live below my means? Like, I, I, I can't stop shopping. I can't stop going to the movies. I can't stop buying bundles sis get it together if you tell yourself if you tell yourself that I need to get out of debt because I want to save up for a house or I need to get out of debt because I need to create an emergency fund whatever it is whatever your goals are honestly you got to honestly redirect your 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 priorities for real for real for a long time I put money into buying clothes and going out and buying club clothes and going to the club and buying drinks to the point where I was just like, where the hell is all of my money going? Like, where is my money going? And I started looking at my bank statement and it said, oh, you spent $100 here. You went to the club and spent $50 here. You tipped that guy. Like, you know, it was just like, damn, all this stuff. Every time I turned around, I was going to events where I was paying a lot of money to go, right? And I was doing it probably more frequently than I should, than I should have. I was going to, what else? I was buying clothes that I didn't need or I couldn't fit or, like, 
like little or I didn't take it back like y'all I'm honestly being I'm being so real like and I know I keep on saying like but y'all be realistic with yourself if you have a goal in mind and you are trying to accomplish that goal this means cutting back on things that you like I know that sucks I look I'm in grad school if no one understands, I understand, sis. Like I like look, we on a budget. We on a budget for real. Like I I I am so serious. I cut back so much. I instead of me going to Harris Teeter, my ass at Food Lion or Aldi's. I don't play that. We on a budget for real and I am I refuse. I refuse. If I need to go to school and I know my school is right off the light rail or right off the subway my ass is about to get on that train because we don't got time to be wasting gas and my friend invites me if my friend invites me to top golf and I know top golf is about 30 miles away from my house bitch I'm gonna see you another time I'm gonna see you another time because I don't got time I don't got no money for that because you know what I have goals in mind I am looking at the bigger picture at the end of the day Buying a new car is not is not a necessity to me. Buying new clothes is not a necessity to me. Going somewhere and being the center of attention or being that bitch that was wearing the bomb-ass Louboutins, like, that is not what I have in mind. That's, like, frivolous stuff that I just honestly don't give a fuck about. And honestly, y'all, you are, I'm telling you, I always look at videos where they say the rich really focus on investments, focus on things that are considered assets, while the poor focus on buying clothes and looking as if they're rich when they're really poor. Like, that really resonates with me. And I say all that to say, be realistic. Like, I'm sorry that I'm going on a tangent tonight, but be realistic. The next thing would be, now that you have your list, you know your goals, um, you're practicing the snowball effect, um, you're being realistic, and you're just kind of really tackling debt one, like honestly, one payment at a time. And if you can double your payments, great. All the extra money that you're putting towards your clothes, putting towards leisure, leisure, leisure activities, put all that towards your debt. I'm telling you, when my when I paid off my credit card for the first time, when I say I damn near dropped to my knees because that was another bill I did not have to worry about. So I'm preaching right now, but y'all just hear me out. Double your, double up on your payments, cut back on going out, cut back on all that BS. Honestly, two years from now, honestly, a day or so from now, you won't even care about that. So just really focus on your goals at and just really focus focus on the goals in mind. Um, the next thing would be, once you are paying down your your debt, you can't just only pay down. You can't just focus on paying down your debt, <coughs> because at the end of the day, life happens, shit gets real, and you have to have an emergency fund to honestly help you. So I highly suggest putting toward maybe putting towards 10 to 20 percent of your income to of your monthly income towards um creating a emergency fund that is the most important thing you could do putting money towards the emergency fund 
I strongly suggest three to six months uh, worth of, uh, the, excuse me, three to six months worth of money that can account or cover your expenses, okay? Um, what's the next thing? So I was going to talk about some Charlotte stuff, but we will resume that next week. The next, one thing I really want you all to know about what's coming to Charlotte is university area has a lot of new construction coming to the area. I am really excited. I'll probably talk more about that next next episode, but the Charlotte area is having, uh, it will have a lot of new construction coming to the area. Um, what's coming in the works or what's in the works or what's coming to the area is Top Golf, a brewery that's coming, um, Studio Movie Girl is coming to university, just to name a few. But honestly, for all of my young professionals, a lot of people who are, who have just graduated from um, undergrad and just looking to be around some young people, some young professionals. I really, I highly suggest the uni the university area here in Charlotte. I currently live in the university area and I love it. So to see that there's a lot of amenities coming to the area, a lot of great, a lot of housing along the light rail. It's about to be a very convenient area, but this sums up episode three of my Charlotte sense. Thank you to those who listened and <laughs> honestly listened to me rant. I know I was on a roll tonight. I don't know what it was, but I was really excited to give you this content. On Once again, give me feedback. Let me know what you all think. I look forward to giving you all the next piece of content next episode. Stay blessed. Stay beautiful. Stay t true to yourself. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Shantae Creates, S-H-A-N-T-E, Creates. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.